for BYU Idaho Radio. I'm John Mitswain, and I have brother Josh Lucart here with me, one of the directors for the second, the fall semester second play, the Christmas pageant, the Your Cycle, and I am interested in knowing. Uh, listeners are interested in knowing what is the background um, details and maybe a little of history lesson about uh, the Christmas pageant, the origin of it, and um, what makes it a great play. Well, let me, let me back up, John, and, and tell you the full, bright, proper title that we came up with. The three directors, yeah, uh, brother uh, Justin Bates and sister Janice Monk and I are directing it. And we, we had to figure out what the title would be. And we wanted to give a title that people wouldn't be scared off of it because it's, it's medieval theater. And that kind of makes people go, I don't know if I want to see that. So we came up with this title, A Medieval Christmas Pageant, colon, plays from the York Cycle. And so uh, it, it's very informative, but we wanted to make everything in there. And it, it looks OK on a, on a on a poster as well. So that's good. But uh, it's nothing to be scared of. So if you take theater history, you'll learn a lot about medieval theater. And uh, some sometimes it gets a bad rap. But what we've done is we've decided to take the middle section of the York cycle. So uh, what you need to know really before you come to the show is um, if you want to be interested in the show, what I mean, if you want to get a little bit I guess I could say, if you want more out of the, the, the show than just watching it for entertainment purposes, uh, we should go over each one of those medieval York cycle, what that means. So the medieval period um, was from 500 to 1500 uh, AD, and so our play comes from like the latter part of it, so it's 1300s. Um, and so that's where we get the name medieval. And so the script we're using comes from the late medieval uh, period. And it's been performed basically since then. Um, and so that's where the medieval comes in. The York part is York is a, is a city about 200 miles north of London. And so each of the cities, the larger cities during the medieval times, kind of came up with their own uh, cycle plays. And um, this one just happens to be from York. And there's 48 little playlets in each, uh, in, the, in the York cycle. Uh, like I said, we're doing, the, we're doing six of the 48 that are about Christmas. Uh, it's the Christmas story. And then cycle plays, what are those? Well, originally in medieval times, uh, these 48 plays would be uh, performed consecutively, in a, usually over a matter of one day. Uh, sometimes they were spread over a week or something like that. But they were performed consecutively, all 48 in a row. And they were biblical stories. So it started with the creation, and it worked its way all the way up to uh, Revelations and the Last Judgment Day. And there usually was like this big, giant demon mouth that would swallow the bad people in, on, on Judgment Days. Uh, but in there, of course, it's Christ's uh, story is told as well. And so we're focusing basically, again, like I said, on the, the Christmas story. So that's what a cycle play is. Uh, another thing that's interesting to know about cycle plays is they were uh, performed on what's called pageant wagons. So that's where we got the, the word pageant, so the medieval uh, Christmas pageant. And pageant wagons were, were exactly what they sound like. It was a wagon that had scenery on it. 
Um, and usually uh, they would pull, pull down one side of the wagon and that would become the stage. And so uh, you had two, vo two versions of cycle plays. One, where people would walk along and look at each of the, the plays, or the wagons would move through. And so there was this, this idea of, um, of a cycle, but also uh, a continual moving of, of the story to Judgment Day. So I think that's almost all that we need to talk about. One more thing. So <laughs> like, as you can tell, I do teach theater history, so I, I kind of like this stuff a little bit. Uh, each of the little playlets, um, and they're called playlets because they're not really scenes, they're self-contained short plays. Um, each one of them was usually produced and performed by a guild in the, in the medieval times. And so guilds were just like a craft or trade association, and they were given the responsibility of, of doing the production, of casting it, of, of directing it, of getting the costumes and getting the actors. And uh, I, and so you'll have, when you look at the script from uh, from the medieval times, um, it will say you know that the uh, goldsmiths did this play and that the uh, tile thatchers did this play or the uh, the bakers did this play. And so each play had a different guild that was in charge of of taking care of and producing that show. And so uh, what we did is we tried to do something similar to that, and that's why we have three directors. So the idea behind having three directors was to take these six playlists that we have and do them in just a little different style from each other so that they uh, kind of parallel or, or pay tribute to the, the medieval way of doing that. So when you come to see the play, please come see the play, um, you will notice that there is a little bit of a different style for each playlet, and that was done in, on purpose, we did that on purpose to keep that as uh, as the same way that they did it with the guilds uh, in in the original uh, productions of that. And another thing that they did in the original productions was they did uh, Old Testament prophets and characters weren't uh, depicted as like Jews from the Old Testament. They were usually Christian serfs and uh, in, in modern clothes that kind of of the day in medieval times. And so we also took that idea. We took the idea of uh, let's keep the, the script ancient. Let's keep the words original, but let's put our modern day design, technology, costuming, let's put that on top of it. So that it would be like if we were back then, we would use you know, clothes that you'd be familiar with, music that you would be familiar with, props that you would be familiar with. And so that was a tradition that they did originally, and so we're doing the same thing. Um, and so when you come and see, you can, you can try to figure out for yourself if you realize that the style is just a little bit different. They're all connected. I mean, they're all on the same stage. They're all with the same designers. And, uh, but there's just a little bit of, of difference in the style and the performance of the actors, uh, what we're trying to get from the audience. There's just a little difference to, to kind of um, you know, pay tribute to that original idea. Yeah. Um, so just going off of what you just said about you have two co-directors, Sister Janice Monk and Brother Justin Bates. And I imagine you guys have three different visions for the way you want your, uh, you know, I'm sorry, what did you call it? It's not style. 
segments. segments. It's not. Oh, se- sorry. Playlets. 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 So Sometimes you, they're called vignettes. Yeah. Uh, I like the term playlet. But, uh, I like yeah. playlets too. Let's use it. <laughs> so you. I did look it up in the dictionary just to make sure I didn't make the word up because I have a tendency to do that. And it is a real word. So playlet. Yeah. So we have three different visions for, um, you know, six different playlets. How are your visions, and can you take me through the process of how your visions came together to tell one story? Sure. Well, there's two parts to that. First of all is there are elements that we we shared, uh, uh, like a general brush brush strokes together. Like we would uh, sit down and say, let's do, let's make sure that we do this through the whole play. A good example of that is uh, everybody will enter on house left and usually exit on house right so that we have this idea of a processional. And so we sat down and said, that's something that we can agree on, let's do that. We tried to come up with an idea of what the music would sound like because we didn't want like medieval music and then modern music and then techno music, you know, cinematic music. We said, let's keep it similar, you know, in the same kind of um, time period but we'll we'll let the designers play with that. But the, it, there there was a an agreement with that as well. So there are a lot of the things that we did that so that there would be a through line for that. For the um, and then another thing that we did is we try to keep the theme. Um, and so some of the themes are like uh, the testimony of Jesus Christ or what what do you um, do when you actually re- when truth is revealed and so we kept themes that were very similar um, but as for the actual style and directing of the actors and the blocking and even some of the costumes and props or the way that those scenes are handled we didn't talk to each other much about that because we wanted to kind of uh, not influence each other too much um, so that that the work that we show for you know, my scene would not be influenced by the other styles of the other scenes. And so uh, you'd have to talk to the other directors to ask specifically what they were going for. But um, as we start to move into tech week, you can really see that there's, uh, there's a through line and the story, luckily everybody knows the story or they should know the story, um, the Christmas story. Um, but there's a through line of certain elements, of certain themes, of, thir- of certain um, choices that we made, but we really didn't talk too much about how we were going. We did at the beginning, but we didn't talk too much about how we were going to uh, make it different from the other ones. And so it, if, if you listen to this and you're really interested in it, I would, as an educator, suggest you see if you can figure out what, what was different about it, right? Um, I know that I, I'm going to quiz my students on that when they see it for part of their, uh, you know, assignment. And I'm going to say, what, what did you see different between the six things? But the things that we kept the same were the stage itself uh, and then the idea of having the language archaic and the, the, the design and technology modern. And then uh, one of the other things is the themes about, like, the, the Christ theme and the, the thing about testimony and the theme about uh, the true kings and how, you know, those type of things we, we all kind of uh, focused on. And as a, as a trio, we, we worked really well together and we were very, like, helpful with each other. And there was usually, between the three of us, we were online about all of our decisions. 
and I think one of the reasons that, that it was easy to do that was because um, we knew that we had to stay within the bounds of those themes and those, those concepts, but our individual themes could be, uh, individual playlets could be uh, whatever we wanted to do within those confines. And so there's some real fun and creative stuff that you'll see. Hopefully you'll laugh, hopefully you'll cry, hopefully you'll be scared. We're hoping to run you through the whole gamut of, of, uh, of emotion. So, uh, so that part is that we want to entertain you for that part. So, um, so that's the two parts of that. The, you should be able to tell that we were aligned with certain things, but we also want you to feel that each one of them has some originality to it. So there's, <clears throat> excuse me. So there's another element of communication, making sure your visions come together, making sure the production is done well, and that is having an assistant director. And as far as I know, there's only one assistant director here. Is David Higginbotham? Um, how do you guys share your notes to David and? Uh, without overwhel overwhelming him and just making sure it all flows well. Well, going back to that idea of guilds and, and individual playlets, David was the assistant director over only two of the six plays. And he's the assistant director over the Shepherd's play, which is the one that I did, and then the Nativity, which Brother Bates did. And so he was able to uh, really not have to do the whole play. Like, he didn't have to focus his attention on the whole play. He was really helpful on those two scenes. And I know that Brother Bates gave him a, a special assignment to do uh, certain things in the nativity scene. And then I gave him some uh, assignments to work with the actors for the shepherd scene. Um, and so he was able to do basically the same thing. He was able to have two different experiences with two different directors in two different playlets. And I've talked to David about this and I'm like, this is a real advantage because usually you have to wait for another production to work with a different director, but he's able to see all three of our different styles. And now that the, the whole play has come together, uh, he actually helps me take notes. And, uh, and it sounds like, you know, I, I got a little secretary here, but that's not the case. Uh, I learned early in my career that if I had my assistant director take notes, that's the best way for them to learn what to look for and the timing of how to direct and stuff like that. And David's really taken to it. It gets to the point where I can just look at him and he'll nod his head. Uh, we were across the room from, him, from each other kind of miming stuff and he, he took the perfect note for me. So uh, David's also gonna be doing a, a little two minute video where uh, that'll be playing in the lobby before you go ahead, which we'll talk about some of these the information that we talked about in this interview. So he did a really good job, but he was only limited to the those two plays, and uh, and he's done a great job. I'm really proud of him. How do the characters in the playlets that you uh, guys have chosen uh, contribute to the retelling of the Christmas story? And are there any specific character arcs that stand out in relation to the holiday theme? Well, that's a deep question. Uh, it, it, it's a deep, but it's kind of an obvious question because it's it's really the the Christmas story. I think one of the interesting things is at the beginning of the play and at the end of the play, there's some uh, there's some things that happen after that the nativity part of the story, right? 
the Joseph and Mary coming together, Mary being pregnant, them going to Bethlehem, uh, the shepherds coming, the the three kings coming, Herod's influence on everything. That's our story. But we actually have the the first scene and the the last scene has some extra information that are that's kind of uh, is very interesting. So uh, brother uh, Clifford, Richard Clifford. Um, was the one who actually kind of adjusted the play. And what we did is we went to another playlet so that we could book in kind of an introduction to the greatness and, and glory of God. And so uh, the play actually starts off with this, with creation. We start with a, a creation kind of uh, motif that leads right into uh, Mary finding out that she's going to be the mother of, of the Savior. And then at the end, we do the same thing. But before we do that, at the end, there's the idea of Simeon and Anna the prophet. And they, they come and, and kind of complete the, the child part of uh, Christ's story before they go to Egypt. And sometimes we don't talk about that, but there's some great insight into that where Simeon is able to see the Christ child before he, before he dies. And then we bring back that uh, person that, that, that gave us the, the introduction part. Uh, that role is called the doctor and the doctor talks at the very beginning of the show about creation and then she comes back at the end and kind of gives us a little bookend of of the whole thing and so that might be a little different the other stuff i think that that everyone will understand like the shepherd scene got some shepherds they're in the shield the field they're looking at their sheep angel comes they get real happy they say hey let's go to bethlehem and that's what they do right same thing with the kings the kings hey, we're in Bethlehem, or we're in Jerusalem, let's go visit Herod, and then we'll go to Bethlehem. So those stories, well, um, everyone knows, but we hope to make you uh, a little bit more entertained. At the beginning of the show, though, there's some really cool scenes between Joseph and Mary and their struggle between Joseph you know, finding out about this and him having to come to grips, and finally an angel coming and saying, hey, wake up, dude. You know, it's, this is proper. This is what the, the Lord wants. And so that's interesting. It might give you some, some different insights and some, some maybe even a, a, a more human element to how Joseph and Mary had to deal with this. Um, but I think, I think overall, most of the, the story will be familiar enough that you will uh, be able to, you'll recognize it and stuff like that. And so then our goal is to make it entertaining and good. But I think the, the goal that I didn't say the most that we really want to do is we really want to, you know, besides telling a Christmas story, we want to invite the spirit of Christ in the room with you so that you go away from a play and you not only feel good because you're entertained, but you also can feel the spirit with you and know of, uh, you know, the great glory, wonderfulness of our Savior. Um, and some of those, those lines that we all know from... Uh, you know, that describe the Savior's birth and what he's going to do and the Savior of the world that comes up over and over again in, this, in the text. And so uh, we hope that everyone will be able to, to leave feeling the Holy Spirit with them. I think you hinted towards it, but as uh, far as I believe or as far as I know that this play is still in somewhat the early stages uh, before, you know, that, opening week in your opinion what are some improvements you have seen from the crew that is kind of a highlight so far well last night was uh so last night was wednesday night right is that that was our first kind of true tech night and uh tech nights are always 
uh, both a headache and both wonderfulness because that's when the full magic of, of theater comes together. We've been rehearsing for months, right? And f and the, the tech people have been working separately and the design people have been working separately. And as we start to pull everything together, the magic happens, right? So uh, Mary has been saying this monologue and it's been a great monologue and then all of a sudden we get the underscore music and we're like, this is so good, right? Um, our angel has a little echo to her voice and it's like oh this is so good and so we've just just barely started to do that um and it went really smoothly last night uh, it was really good uh, but it's the time when the music when the magic comes in and so the the actors themselves are almost to the point where they're like let down let's say on monday because they're like we really just What's the next step? And so Wednesday, the next step happened. And so it, it will increasingly get kind of chaotic first, but then we have a really good stage manager who, uh, this I think this is the first time she's done a show this big, and she's been wonderful. Her name's Ashley. And um, Ashley is, is calling the show. She's she's organizing the, the actors right now. We, act, we basically, as teachers, turn it over to her as a student, this is kind of her show now, as we, we move further along the process, and she's, she's like just doing a great job. But, um, but this is the fun part, but it is a little chaotic, because you have to go, let's start the show, do the scene, stop, let's go fix that light cue, let's do the scene again, stop, let's fix the sound cue, let's back up a little bit, and uh, you have to reset everything, and it's, it's kind of chaotic, but, uh, it, it gets smoother and smoother as we go through the time and and I love it I'm looking forward to the design here has just gotten better and better the lights are wonderful the sound is amazing um, and so it just it does nothing but just elevate the, the work that we've done with the work that the, the designers and the technicians have brought in in your opinion what makes this play unique um, from any other plays out there or any other productions? Um, well, going back to what I said at the very beginning, when people hear about medieval plays, they kind of go, Arr! and I have to say that, honestly, I do too. They're, they can be very dry. They can be very, uh, the medieval plays were, were typically religious plays, and they were just like one step away from the church, right? And just might as well be a, a you know, a sermon and so uh, that can kind of give you the, the the sense of I don't know if I want to go see this but uh, do, focusing on the smaller version of it like just the six of them and trying to make it as entertaining as possible has really made them kind of uh, blossom in their own sense right and uh, and I think that that's that's something that that needs to be remembered that uh, it it may look archaic it may look medieval but once you get in there, I don't think you'll be feeling that. I think it'll, it's very modern, except for the language. So the medieval times and this play itself was written probably about 200 years before Shakespeare. And so you can, the language is very pre-Shakespeare sounding. And if you're familiar with Shakespeare, um, uh, it's kind of the same feel. And there's a lot of rhyming couplets. The whole thing's actually in verse. Every, the whole thing is in verse. And so you'll hear a lot of that rhyming going along uh, in, in the play as well. And so what we've tried to do is make that 
as accessible to the audience as possible. And so I don't think that either one of those should scare you away from the play. Uh, especially since you, most people will know the Christmas story. And if you, uh, you know, like with Shakespeare, you're listening to someone talk and you're not necessarily sure what they say, you can tell that, you know, oh, well, that king is praising Jesus or this Herod guy doesn't like these three kings. You, can, you know the story enough that sometimes if there's a language difficulty, uh, the action and the, and the context will help you out with that. But I think that uh, one of the things as students or anybody who's like a continuing student who wants, you know, a lifetime student, this would be a good time to come experience a medieval play. We get Shakespeare plays all the time, but very rarely do they do these medieval cycle plays because they are complex, uh, archaic language, and usually people are really like, uh, I don't know if we're going to bring a crowd in for that. But this one is different than that because of the Christmas story. And, uh, and, and it ends on a happy and a positive note. And so that's, that's something we can promise in, in this play. So even though you might be hesitant, uh, I would say that this is entertaining and, and, and actually educational. So it's a good choice for BYU-Idaho to choose because uh, I don't know how popular it would have been to do this in a professional theater, how successful financially it would be in a professional uh, theater, but it, it is a professional quality, so it should be very entertaining. Yeah. So final question, what are the details, opening show, how long is it running for, and the time it's running? Okay, so the dates and times, uh, the opening night is November 29th at 7.30 in the Snow Drama Theater, that'll be uh, a Wednesday. Um, and then we will do a 7.30 show the next day, the 30th, and December 1st uh, in the Snow Drama Theater. And then we, we're not doing one on the Saturday, December 2nd, because of the BYU-Idaho Christmas concert. And then we start back the next week on Tuesday, um, I think that's the 5th, yeah, Tuesday the 5th, and that'll be a 7.30 show. And so it'll be the 5th, the 6th, the 7th, uh, the 8th, and then Saturday is the 9th, um, and there'll be a to there'll be a matinee on that day saturday the night there will be a matinee so uh yeah come get us tickets and come see it so yeah yeah perfect thank you so much for your time and uh for your knowledge and insights about a medieval christmas pageant the york cycle thank you so much john <laughs>